My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And last year, not that long ago last year, like very end of last year, in November, October, November, sometime, uh, we got asked a question by good friend of the show, Lucy, um, mm-hmm. which concerned two middle-aged gentlemen uh, in the <laughs> Korean entertainment sphere and which one we would pick. Um, and that was, is it Gang Yu or Lee Dong Wook? And without a pause, <laughs> all four of us went Lee Dong Wook, right? Um, Sorry, and- Gang Yu. <laughs> but Gang Yu... He already got his episode. Yeah, That's true. He got his done episode, an episode first. We did it. We are like, true. We, listen, we're Lee Dong Wook fans now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Gong Yu. No, we still like Gong Yu. That's a joke. Um, Who is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> See ya. See ya, you. Get out of here. No, um, we're, we like both. But uh, we're here today to do a, one of our patented, not patented, one of our legendary <laughs> deep dives where we just talk about we don't look and we tell y'all about him and then what he's been up to what he gets up to and why we like him and that's that's what we do here on these deep dive episodes so mm-hmm. so it's pretty much as easy as that so uh <laughs> we're gonna start out with learning all about his life and uh sky i believe you're here to tell us all about the man the myth the legend Lee don't look <laughs> So I want to preface with, like, there really isn't a lot about, like, a ton of personal stuff. Mm. So just, I'm not going to be able to tell you any deep, dark secrets. That's not the way this is going to be. Uh, it's also funny, because if you actually go trying to look for, I didn't, like, go try to look up scandals or anything, but I just tried to look for, like, little-known fact type stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found some things. But it's funny when you do that on the internet, and it's, like, the same five facts. It's like, yeah. yes, those are the obvious yeah. career facts that everybody knows, but okay, that's fine. It's a very, like, homebody, <laughs> does his own thing. He very yeah, much is, out yeah. There yeah. In the world no, he's not kind of guy, causing so. waves. He's just... Well, and, and even, even the few things that are out there, Some I, I can mention a couple of them, and I'm, I don't even think that, like, there's a couple that I'm like, I don't think that's a for real thing, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, he was born in Seoul in November 6th, 1981. So that makes him 42, though if you ask him how old he is, he will not know. <laughs> He's like, which, oh, it, no. which, if you think that's it, the reason we're la- like, his fans recently got on him for, like, not knowing his own age. It was pretty, it was good. Um, he's six foot tall, uh, blood type B, in case that matters to you. Uh, to some his people, nick- it does. It does in Korea, yeah. Um, there's a lot yeah, of, like, the whole personality type Kind of, like, it. horoscopes, like, that kind of yeah you know it yeah and so his nickname is wookie mm-hmm. that's cute um also white pig on some sites is what it sounds like that's okay, okay. um i'm sure right. that is maybe more affectionate sounding in korean probably but yeah maybe it's also to do with the consonants and stuff or like yeah. good luck or something like yeah. I, yeah I i do think it's possible like story goes like the, the conception dream that his mom had had to do with the pig which is like really good luck okay. blah blah anyway so he is the oldest of four children. Um, his family reportedly is from like a more humble background and they worked their way up to middle class. 
and he started to support his family at once he debuted in entertainment, which was like in high school. So he he started helping his family pretty early. Um, it's funny because online they want to tell you he went to like they don't ever say he went to two different universities. It just depends on what website you go look. So I'm gonna say he went to <laughs> Jungbu University because to me that's where most sites said he went. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's a man of mystery. He's not like giving mystery. He's putting out fake he information about himself. He's playing a yeah. psyop on you. Uh, d- his degree was in broadcasting and media arts, which of course it was. That makes sense. Um, so the hobbies. I'm going to talk about his hobbies for a second. That's to me. I think this is tied to the fact that he. Um, where did I write that? Have to scroll down. He was an ambassador. I'm not staring at it. Where did it go? I don't know where it went. Anyway, he was an ambassador for, like, the Olympics once. Mm. And I think Mm -hmm. this was this this tied to that. Because supposedly on some websites, they're like, yeah, he's way into ice hockey. And he has all this ice hockey equipment at his place. I'm like, I don't think that's real. And even other fans are like, I don't think that's real. That doesn't sound right. I did find like another site that said a different hobby though that oh, he has an expensive manga yeah oh, okay manga yeah. manual was the only other like fun like kind of more unique hobby and that that actually seemed legitimate because he actually like had an interview where he said it so i i'm just saying the ice hockey thing i think someone just said that once upon a time because of his tie <laughs> To the Olympics. He must time. have been like, yeah, I'm like really excited to watch ice hockey. And they're like, yeah, really? Yeah, like, I think that's what happened. I think he went to go watch it and he was trying to be supportive. He's yeah. like, I'm really into that. And he probably pulled their leg. Ice right. Well, yeah, if it's his personality, he probably was like, yeah, like I have so much stuff back at home. Like, yeah, like that. Wallpaper I love hockey. I'm so into hockey. And so then people like, so people write that down. It's like, you have to remember what his personality is. <laughs> you can't just take everything he says. Um, so the other hobby, as far as he owns, oh, at the time, and this was a few years back. So at the time, over 200 manhwa manga comic books. Um, he loved comic books when he was younger. And, and of course, his family didn't have all that much money. So he couldn't. And also, you're a kid. You can't buy yeah. a heck ton of comic books. So once he finally had enough money, he started getting all the series that he ever wanted. It's like, good for him. That is lovely. Uh Um, The other ones that he quite often says in interviews, hobby-wise, are like, listening to music and exercising. Yeah, that's what we all say. That's what we all say. Like, you and every other actor. You and every other human on Earth. Congratulations. Like, also, like, when he would describe his own personality, it would be things like, you know, I'm just very responsible. Like, I listen to other actors on the set and stuff. It's like, yes, these are all nice answers that are not different <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Knowing you, that's just really funny. So, like, yes, I'm not saying he wouldn't listen to people. But, like, when he gets really, like, professional, professional, it's like, okay. Like, loosen up a little bit. Tell us a little yeah. bit more. But it's fine. Um, and I won't go into it because the ladies will talk about it more. But he did make his acting debut in 1999. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later. Um, I will kind of mention, I'm not going to list them off, but so starting in 2005, he was featured in music videos and it totals up to 10 music videos. So that's interesting. 
Um, he did his military service from August 2009 to June 2011, National Defense Public Relations Service. Um, in November 2017, he signed with King Kong Entertainment, part of Starship. Um, he actually has, when I say he has his own website, I'm making it sound way more charming. He has a professional website that has all of his like CV on it. So like, if you want to actually stare at all these things that we're going to talk about, a lot of it's listed there. It's his filmography, yep. his commercial films, the whole shebang, even some of his awards and stuff. Um, he has an official Instagram, which is pretty active. Lee Dongwook underscore official. He has an official TikTok, which is not very active. He hasn't posted anything <laughs> since 2020. <laughs> but he has it. <laughs> but it's there. Yeah, but you know. it. <laughs> it's there. Um, something that I noticed when it happened back in October last year, he there's an official character that, you know, merch. Yay. If you mm-hmm. want Dongwook merch. He has an official character called Wook Dong, which is really cute. <laughs> it's cute. Um, <laughs> it's a little white lion that doesn't have a mane. Oh. And it has little light pink, like, inside of the ears and on the feet and the, uh, the fur of the tail. It's so, like little bits of pink. <laughs> and has oh. sleepy eyes like he has. And has two little freckles on one side of the face. So, cute. pretty darn cute. cute. They That's did... Cool. It has its own Instagram account, you know, like to promote. much more active than his, I'm sure. <laughs> no, his is his is actually way more active than it is. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's like it's like so you know, his is Lee Dong Wook underscore official. That one is Wook Dong Lee. Like it's just it's just flipped. It's just really funny. Um, and so they did. What was really cute though is when they introduced the Instagram post. They had, you know, they, they'll do a photo block of something to show a big scene on Instagram, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. it took up two lines or whatever. It was it was like the goblin walking through fog scene. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a silhouette of him. So, like, Lee Dong-wook, just mm-hmm. the silhouette in the long coat. And then it was the <clears throat> silhouette of the little lion character. So it was, instead of Dong-wook, it was pretty cute. Uh, and so they, of course, did a little pop-up shop and... Who knows how much money they made selling these little cute sleepy lion things. I would buy one. I would. Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. I have looked. I have looked. Uh, the few that I can find are very, very expensive. <laughs> we really need, a, like, a, a person in Korea who can go yeah. buy us some right. things and yeah. then send it to us. So Our personal that... proxy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got a really big kick out of that because, like, I just happened to be looking at his Instagram during that time when it kind of started popping. I was like... And I kind of felt, I was like, what is this? What's this cute? Because I'm all about plushies. What's this cute little plushie that I need to know that exists? So that, that's a thing. Um, so that's like the official stuff, but some other stuff I wrote down because fun. Just because fun. He I recently dyed fun. his hair gray and that's just very important just for life. It is just very that. important. <laughs> it is very important. It's, it's very important look. you go look at those pictures. It's It's good. <laughs> it's, a very good look. <laughs> well, no, and for the haters will be YouTube, like, the haters be... say he's too old for that, and I say, what do you mean? Because <laughs> and listen, do you have eyeballs? I'm not sure. watching this on YouTube, perhaps <laughs> an image has appeared of this. Who knows? Look at it. Isn't it great? Right? Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he has a very 
funny, dry sense of humor, <laughs> which is kind of difficult to describe if you haven't, like... But honestly, if you've seen him in a lot of capacities, you've seen it exhibited somewhat. Like, he's... Yeah. Uh, his relationship with his fans, like, when he's doing... <laughs> you know like a live stream or something yeah it's really really funny and if if you're not used to i guess there's even one that he was doing there was a clip of it and he was like because he at the time he was on v live and r.i.p v live um but he uh he was like i'm sure that people that follow other people on v live and then watch my stuff they're really concerned about like my attitude because <laughs> they're probably not used to it. And he goes, "This is what you get when you get me." Like it's just really funny. So him and his fans tease each other back and forth. That's really all it yeah. is, and it's very it's very lighthearted. And he'll he'll act like he'll just get tired of it, and he yeah. gets angry. It's not like he stomps off, you know. Like it's yeah. he's not actually angry. Yeah, but it's. It's really, really funny. It's hard to describe, but, like, you just have to go watch it. It's just There's a lot of, like, age jokes and stuff, too. But, like, where his fans are teasing him. You know, like, what was one? It was, like, the question was, like, why are you older than my mother? And he's, like, how is that my problem? Like, that's a you problem, not a me problem. There was one where it was, you're the same Like, you're, like, five years, like, between you like my parents and you or something he's like whose problem is that is it mine is it yours is it your parents <laughs> it's your parent yeah. it sounds like a your parent issue not a parent. <laughs> or like, yeah and he'll, or he'll just start laughing when he's just like but it's like a mirthless sort of laugh where he's like oh yeah like <laughs> half the time you can kind of sense his soul leaving his body yes. a little bit <laughs> But he's just laughing or getting mad, and you can just kind of see his soul leaving his body. They'll tell him, they'll be like, I'm in middle school. And he's like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Why are the children here? (laughs) No. Or there's this one time, my mom's telling me to get off, you know, get off this and go finish my homework. Your mom can stay and watch with you. We only have like five more minutes left. It's okay. (laughs) Okay, don't worry. And him just knowing that probably he's closer in age to the mother. Yeah. Or they'll try to like make him do all those like idle things, like the wake up calls and stuff, and then like goes to do it, and then he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it. What are you going to do now, manager? What?" (laughs) Yeah. I just come on. There's this one time, like they were trying to, they had done all this work to give him, you know, prompts and stuff to like perform or whatever to like act like emojis or whatever. And they were trying to encourage him to do that. The staff behind the camera were trying yeah. to encourage him. And so they would clap would be the way they were trying to like cheer him to do it. And he said three different times, he's like, I don't care how much you clap. It's not going to make me do it. And he kept saying like, you can keep clapping. You're just going to hurt your hands because it's not going to make me do that. <laughs> and that just, just uh-huh. killed me. So like, there's a certain level of just catharsis just watching him. Yeah. He he sometimes gets embarrassed just because it like he'll they'll try to make him like reenact a scene from like one of the current shows he's in or something. And at first he'll think he'll try to, you know, he'll think no big deal and he'll kind of and then he's like, I don't want to do this. This is no. Like I can't make myself do this. I'm I don't want to do 40s. this. I'm in my 40s. Why am I doing this? Like <laughs> that really, like, like great energy. Do your, do your scene from this and he was like 
and he like puts up his feet and like goes takes a nap and he's like there was a scene where i was sleeping you know and he's like that's that's the scene i'm doing that one where i was asleep and you're like nice uh so a cute little tidbit that i found was uh there was a young young little lady co-star on till the nine tail 1938 with him mm-hmm. and ju yi rim and he gave her two signed and personalized message albums from her favorite owl groups txt and ive Aww. and like it was just th- and so got a big thank you from like the family and stuff and it was just so Aww. sweet like that he went Aww. and did that i just thought that was really neat that like reminds me to like turn it on to his other personality <laughs> there was one clip where he <laughs> they asked him to do a a fan sign and so he literally grabbed like a postcard (laughs) and then signed his name and then showed it and then everybody was like that's not a fan sign he's like it's a fan sign here (laughs) he said he did it and then he said go ahead and take a screenshot (laughs) like he's like that's your virtual fan sign that's the way we're gonna do it that's what you get i'm not doing anything I am an old bachelor. I don't need to be doing this. Like, oh my god! And then the like fan, like the actual like fan club, like you know, like meet and greet stuff that he does. Oh my gosh! Where he's like taking Polaroids and he doesn't even smell. He just like takes a Polaroid and gives it back to them (laughs) from like a low angle, like not like oh stop, gives it back, doesn't pose nothing. Also, when he has to do his, like, his own vlogs, like, behind the scenes, like, on drama sets and stuff, he purposefully doesn't care about the angle, so he keeps it really low. Like, bad, a- mm-hmm. it's a bad angle. And so everyone always gets on to him about it. He's like, I don't care. It's what I'm going to keep doing. I don't want to do anything else. That's, you just got to do it. He's like, this, this, what's happening right here, this is not my job. This, this my job was being, other people filmed me. That's my job. This. Well, it's kind of like, I'm already talking at the camera. You're really going to get on to me about the camera angle? No. no. Like, yeah. I'm already being a goober talking to the camera. So but Yeah, I'm already giving you extra. You don't need to, like, <laughs> back for anything else. I think I told Natalia that, like, Lee Dong-wook is Lino from Stray Kids. Mm-hmm. But Lino from Stray Kids is just a little bit weirder than Lee Dong-wook. <laughs> Yeah. But, like, they have that same sense of humor. So if you know Stray Kids, you know Lino, it's the, ex- they literally would do the exact same answers to questions. <laughs> They're just, like, And if you're not familiar apart. with uh, Lino, just think of, uh, and you are familiar with EXO, just think of DO energy. Like, anytime mm-hmm. DO mm-hmm. is asked any question, yeah. Lino look energy, where he's just like, I don't care. Like, don't whatever, care. man. I it's- just don't care. And, and, and to be clear, it's not in a mean, it's never mean-spirited. No. It's, no. it's never, so even when he's giving, like, staff behind the camera kind of a hard time, mm-hmm. it's actually never really a hard time. He's just always like, we're just not going to do that. <laughs> They'll just move yeah. on. Yeah. Like, it's not a yeah. big deal. He's not being, like... He's not bringing down the vibe by any means. Yeah, but. he knows, like, the, like, the seriousness mm-hmm. of it. And he knows that, like, it's, like, these are just, like, extra things. So, no, I don't want to do it. So, we're not going to do it. Like, it's <laughs> not the end of the world. We can, like, move on, you yeah. know? Well, and it's kind of nice. That it's good that there are boundaries. Because, like, even though yeah. it's not a big deal if he does or doesn't. But it's nice to know that he's not going to do something that he doesn't want, like, a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Like, 
Especially when it's an extra thing that isn't, he's not getting paid very much, like extra it's to do. It's not his job. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, so it's good that there are those bounds that he kind of makes. Um, one thing I saw in an interview that I, of course I'm going to mention, uh, there's an L Singapore, like, video interview thing. And he was asked, because, of course, between his Grim Reaper character in Goblin and then his Gumiho character in the Tale of the Nine-Tailed shows, the question was like, are there any other fantasy characters that you would be interested in trying? And so he said, like, he pretty much said, vampire is really the only one left, and yes, I would be interested in doing that. I was like, yeah. And And I was like, I am also interested. Thank you. Thank you. Well, especially... Even he's when you go, like, deal. look up stuff about him, they always point out he's very pale and he has mm-hmm. naturally red lips. And people always comment about that. And it's just the way he's built. You're like, Wait, and he's even he's... tried... He's even tried to, like... He's actively, like, just worn a swimming suit for about five days and straight trying to get a tan. He just got a sunburn and he had to go to the hospital. Like, it yeah. just... He I is a vampire. I feel your pain, friend. Yeah. That's so, right. I... I... Mm-hmm. So yes, you should. The fact that you haven't done a vampire show yet, sad. They're like, listen, he's really like, sad. listen. He's t- he's tall. He's pale. He doesn't go out that often. <laughs> you know, wait a second. I'm like, connecting the dots. And house I know with his German um, cleaners, his bath German bathroom cleaners, and like get really excited <laughs> oh, yeah. and like clean the house. <laughs> You forgot that under hobbies. Cleaning his That's house. That's true. He likes to clean his <laughs> house. He, he also, like, another one listed somewhere is just laying down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was, like, laying Love down it. and listening to music. He was like, That's what I want to do when both, I get my home. my guy. Like, same thing. Like, yes. Same. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A big part of just experiencing him is, like, just his personality. Because it is, it is unique compared to a lot of the way. Because yes, every actor mm-hmm. is. Unique. We're never seeing the true people, right? Even right. even these behind the scenes things, like they still have to pick some version that they are choosing to show their fans. But even that, like, he's just really unique with how he chooses to interact with mm-hmm. his fans, and it's it's uh-huh. a good time. Like, if you haven't seen his just YouTube, it's just a good time to see him. But he's, he's also just a really sweet guy, like, especially around kids. But we'll get into that mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, he has gotten a lot of awards. The main, the, like, really, really confirmed ones, I mean, those are listed on his website. Um, I think one that was sad, 2017 Fifth Drama Fever Award for Best Supporting Actor, just back in the oh, day. Drama oh, <laughs> Drama Fever. Drama <laughs> Fever. Rip. Rip. <laughs> Um, oh my gosh, we already talked about two major things that are no longer around. Oh. <laughs> oh uh, In memoriam. And like, um, he, he's gotten some culture awards and things. I mean, he, he's been popular for a long time. Mm. And we'll get into that. But, you know, gotten some Soompi awards. Your classic awards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, so... One thing I didn't say. He's also a model. Mm-hmm. And he is an active model still. So, like, but even, like, he got a grand prize in 1999 as, like, a model award. Like, he's gotten yeah. some of those as well. He's gotten, it's so like in 2011, he's got the 18th Korea Japan Culture Awards in a cultural diplomacy category. So, like, he, mm-hmm. 
2014 a fashionista award like he, he's got it all he uh he also won in 2011 most attractive actor in asia which i'm pretty sure from uh, cosmopolitan big honor big honor there <laughs> i'm sure he's got that one framed somewhere <laughs> yeah in his bathroom yeah and then, like, 2019, uh, dangerously attractive character from Hell is Other People. Or... Yeah. yeah. We'll, get, yeah. Listen, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I was just, I, I'm just yeah. looking at the awards to see it with no, interesting. Because, like, it's a long list. Yeah. Just for the um, record. But uh, I was just seeing what interesting ones. Oh, I put it at the very bottom. It got booted at the bottom. He was chosen as honorary ambassador in 2018 for the Pyeongchang uh, Pyeongchang. <laughs> Winter Olympics, mm -hmm. and he the same year he was also a tourism ambassador for Gangwon Province. Mm. So he's done some of that stuff as well. He has a ton of commercials. He's been in... When I say commercial films, like there's even one that's like a short-form drama that I watched. It's good times. Good times. He's booked and busy. And has he been is. for like 20 years. So. So. Yeah. yeah. It's been a solid career. Him. Mm -hmm. solid, solid and steady yeah yeah and he seems these days he seems real busy which mm -hmm. is good the mm -hmm. more more joy for us really <laughs> for sure. oh there was there was another thing uh where people asked him like when you see yourself in like an ad like what do you think and he goes hmm Hope I get another contract with them soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like relatable. Admitting that you just want the money. Like, yes, it's You're your like, job. What, what, like, what, are you, yeah. what, is he selling coffee for the love of the drink? No. <laughs> he needs I longevity in his job prospects. I get it. I, I get yeah. it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, get while the getting's good, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that was all the little tidbits mm -hmm. I found lately. So now I've got quite a quite a section for you because he's been steadily working. I'm pretty sure the only years he hasn't made a TV show was when he was in the military. So like he's been working, okay? And this started in 1999 where he played a small support role in the sequel to a popular drama, School, which was called School 2. And he also appeared in <laughs> School three. Um, I'm just gonna warn people before that for dramas like pre like 2005 to 2008, real slim pickings with info can't watch them anywhere. There's it's hard to find out meaty information about these. But from what I can gather, this show was kind of like Korea's version of Degrassi, where oh, it was like okay. stories of like that are of real issues plaguing teens and. Korea in the 90s and the early 2000s, like real, you know, Degrassi stuff. Um, <laughs> nice. And in 2000, uh, he also took another support role in Secret, which is a romance drama starring Ha Ji Won. Um, and his minor, he had a very minor role in it, like real little role. And his minor roles continued in 2001 with the, the role of football player one. Mm-hmm. And then a side character role in the crime drama Pure Heart that starred Yu Jin. So this continued in 2001 with This Is Love, where he played a cafe owner, and that's perfect, where funnily enough, 
his character name was also Don Look. Uh, it was a college-themed romance daily. So, in 2002, he got back-to-back -back roles in the dramas Loving You and Honest Living. Uh, so, Loving You was a romance drama where he played the half-brother of the male main lead who's vying for the female lead's attention. And then Honest Living was a sitcom that he appeared in, in 2002-2003, but appeared under his own name. So, I'm wondering if he was playing... Like, this was one of those where there wasn't even a synopsis I could find to this show. It was just like, it was, a, it was like a almost 300 episode sitcom and Lee Dong-wook played Lee Dong-wook. So I'm like, is he playing himself? I don't know. I wish I could have found out, but it was a sitcom from 2002. Good luck with Good that. Good um, Yeah. So yeah. So 2003, he had some main roles, baby. The beginning, the beginning of main role Dong-wook. Um, <clears throat> So he, the first one was in uh, Land of Wine, and the second one was in Merry-Go-Round. So in the Land of Wine... He, he got some awards for He Land did, he did. He won Best New Star Award at SBS Dramas for Land of Wine. Uh, he played a businessman in the Korean alcohol industry. The first of his uh, sexy businessman roles. More on that <laughs> later. That would be a recurring theme. Uh, and then in Merry-Go-Round, it had him in his most 2003 haircut that you've ever <laughs> playing one of the romantic interests in a weekend a weekender like a coming of age sisters weekender so real like 2003 energy on that haircut <laughs> uh, so 2004 had him playing a doctor uh, also a recurring theme in his career <laughs> in the medical field uh in the drama island village teacher uh, where a woman sent to a remote island while being on the run after witnessing a mob hit and is mistaken as the new teacher. It's a comedy, <laughs> as you know. Uh, of course, and, it's a comedy sure. set. That sounds yeah. like a comedy. Yeah, you know it. And then uh, 2004 also had him in a weekender playing a bad boy side character in the drama <laughs> Precious Family, uh, which was just a, a classic family drama where the mom was played by Kim Hae-soo. All right, so 2005, he had his second doctor role uh, in the very many, many series Hanoi Bride. So many, it only has two episodes. Uh, mm -hmm. And he played a doctor who's in love with his brother's Vietnamese fiance. And it's also, also special because yeah. uh, it to celebrate the end of the yeah, Vietnamese War. Yeah, yeah like oh. as a memorial. Mm -hmm. Um, and also in 2005, he had the lead in one of the Hong sisters' first dramas, which was the first show I ever saw him in, <laughs> My Girl. And it was also mm. the first drama that I ever saw Lee Jun Gi in. So, like, big wow. moment for old Natalia. Yeah, okay? that's a tough drama <laughs> for you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and so My Girl is, the best way I can describe this drama is it's a classic rom-com that really set out the standard for all the cliches that exist in rich guy poor girl rom-coms from 2005 yeah. onwards it was the og for that vibe you know like the douchey rich guy nice kind poor girl somehow yeah. being in love it was like so all those she, and she's so quirky she's so quirky too. yeah they're always she's so, so quirky. quirky and like so all of those dramas that everyone's like oh like such a cliche this is where it comes from this is drama 
so everybody say thanks to Everyone Dong say Wook. thanks to the Hong <laughs> sisters and Lee Dong Wook for all of this. Uh, so 2008, he was in the drama The Dolce Vita, which was a 24-episode affair-based drama where Ooh. he plays a man whose suicide has a detective looking into the entire twisted webs of extramarital relationships surrounding him. Ooh. Very thriller. Thriller, very much so. Uh, and in 2009, he was the main male lead in the drama Partner, where he plays a lawyer, which was a law-themed romance drama. Also another recurring theme. He's got some, like, <laughs> real, like, standard roles that they he got him you know? Like, the Korean entertainment system was like, I know what you're gonna do. You you're, look professional. You look professional you and rich. You look jobs. good in a suit. Yeah. So let's put you <laughs> in suits there all the it time. Looks good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this continued, this vibe continued in 2011, where he played the lead in the absolutely incredible, in my honest opinion, Scent of a Woman, uh, where he plays a rich dude who falls for a terminally ill poor woman, except unlike most rich dudes falling for poor woman dramas he doesn't play an asshole he's a genuinely nice guy in it and also there's lots of tango so if you're really into like tango dance you're in it to win it and he also won the top excellence award uh from the sbs drama awards for this drama so it everyone everyone clapped everyone liked it (laughs) Uh, 2012 had him in the vaguely sports-themed rom-com <laughs> Wild Romance with Elise mm-hmm. Young, uh, where he played a baseball player who was in an enemies-to-lovers relationship with his new female bodyguard. Uh, 2013 was his entry into the Saguk world, uh, where he played the court physician who was a widower with a terminally ill daughter uh, in the show Heaven's Order, which is also known as The Fugitive of Shosun. Uh, mm-hmm. Tried to find it because that seemed interesting to me. Could not. I think it's on. Yeah, it's on, it's like, on Cocoa. Is it on Cocoa? Different name. Okay. Of course, mm-hmm. it's a different name. No, Classic. It's a different name because yeah, like Jiho uh, from um, Running Man is also yeah. in it and stuff. I, I, I want to say the first pretty popular. The first bit of the name on Cocoa is like Heaven something. Like it's a mm-hmm. whole different title. Mm-hmm. That's why it's different. It, okay. We love these little games they play with us. To be. I think I saw it on Tubi well, it under the be. Fugitive of Joseon. You know what? It might be old enough that it's still on uh, their YouTube that channel as well. Uh, well anyway, I'm, I will eventually check it out. I meant to, but like, time. There's a lot. There's a lot on Yeah, there. there's, there's a lot of Don <laughs> Wook to go around, okay? And there's just like not, <laughs> not enough, enough time in day. to watch all the <laughs> Don Wook that we would like. I have to uh, sleep and eat or something, ugh, you know? Lame. Whatever. So, 2014, big year for romance roles for Holy Tongue Wook because he appeared in Hotel King and Blade Man. Um, Hotel King. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> boy. Hotel General Manager looking for revenge. Um, and in Blade Man. He played. I a- checked out Blade Man for all of one episode. <laughs> Listen, I watched the entire show back in the day. A valiant attempt. Listen, I watched the entire show back in the day. Uh, he plays a game company CEO who has a bizarre physiological secret. Um, <laughs> and it was at this point, it seems like Korea really like solidified that if you need an arrogant rich dude to be kind of off-putting, but like you'll like him by the end, 
he was gonna call. You were gonna call Lee Dong Wook. <laughs> and do, do, do you need a side of like huge anger issues because oh, that's kind absolutely. of a recurring thing? Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. And so because of this, uh, I, I like to think because of this. Uh, in his next role, he played the exact opposite. Uh, so <laughs> in 2015, he was in Bubblegum, where he played a sympathetic very sympathetic, mm-hmm. very kind, put upon Eastern medics, medicine doctor, there's the doctors again, uh, <laughs> who's secretly in love with his best friend and also taking care of his mother who is has dementia. Um, and when I tell you that the promo images and the opening credits make it seem like this show's about to be a sweet, bubbly, good time, do not be fooled like I was yeah. when I was watching it while it was currently airing. <laughs> this show is so sad. Okay, it is devastatingly sad. All right, like it's. Really I think this sad. is officially one of the first dramas that I attempted. I only got like to episode two. It's a. It's a re- it really. Looks. It got me. I was watching. Like, it- I mean, like that was like one of my first dramas. Period. Mm-hmm. Too. I think. Like oh. I was. I was watching it while it was currently airing because it was currently updating on Drama Fever. Rip. Rip. Uh, and I was watching it, and Matt, my husband Matthew would be next to me, and he was watching it with me, and he'd be like, like we'd like be like bouncing along with the opening credits, and then we'd just get into these devastatingly real, just depressing stories, and both of and I would be like, damn, like why do they have to like play it this like, way with the opening credits on YouTube? And then also the the lead actress. Oh, she's that was so like good. my main yeah. reason for jumping over there because I just like knew her. I was like, okay, I'll mm-hmm. check it out. Mm. Uh, then 2016, uh, he was the second lead uh, playing a Grim Reaper in a very little-known indie drama oh, called Goblin. Very small. underrated. Sure you've never heard of it. Um, yeah. Real, you Only know. us elites have watched yeah, it. Yeah, listen. Like, you, you really have to go to, to the annals it. of the internet to find <laughs> Goblin. Goblin is like one of his most known roles. Um, or Guardian, depending on Guardian, where you're looking. Goblin yeah. and Guardian. Yep. I like that. That's also like a side note. Like when you're talking to people who calls a goblin or who calls a guardian, and that's when you know when they're watching. Yeah, where where they were watching. It. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, in 2018, he then played you guessed it a doctor in the medical thriller Life, and uh-huh. in 2019 he reunited with his co-star you and not from Goblin. Playing a Sundere lawyer. Oh, I do love a good Sundere. He wasn't an asshole in it. He was just no. a Sundere. Um, he was opposite, just like, you know, yeah, he was just forward. He was just a dude. Opposite her flighty <laughs> actress character in the rom-com Touch Your Heart. Very cute. Very cute it show. Very cute. Uh, he then followed that up by playing a guest cameo as an ex-boyfriend in 2019. Search WWW. Hell yeah. Yeah. Woo. Cameo role. We love it. That's when you know you're like super big is when people start to make you come on on cameo roles. And then he did the most abrupt like about face (laughs) that you've ever seen in a career progression. Okay. Where he was hired to play the role of a queer-coded cannibal serial killer in Strangers from Hell. And when I tell you, before this show came out, I remember Twitter, okay? I remember 2019 Twitter, and I remember how nasty some of y'all were being about right? him being cast in it. Some of y'all 
I'm not going to name names, but there were some people out there, not y'all, our viewers, our viewers are very nice people, but some other people who aren't our viewers, because they're not nice people, were going on <laughs> about, this is a terrible, like, he can't, he can't act, he can't act, it was real Heath Ledger cast as the Joker energy, do y'all remember back in the day? Yeah. Uh-huh. It was that, we're like, oh, he can't uh-huh. act, he's just in rom-coms, he's going to be terrible in this horror thing, and when I tell you, as soon as that show came out, you didn't hear anyone. Yep. <laughs> like yeah because he's the most unsettling oh my acting thing you've ever seen the show it's is so unsettling it's so good one thing i want to say is like i haven't seen that show but when i was watching a little interview and he was talking about how because someone asked if it's hard for him to like get out of his roles mm-hmm. ever because he just empathizes so much with all these different characters or whatever mm-hmm. And he goes, that role specifically, he made a point to not empathize with that. Like, yeah. he tried <laughs> yeah. he tried to not get buried in it. Definitely but not he a said, character yeah. <laughs> He said, even after it, though, he caught himself, like, in the mirror once, making one of those expressions. And it was very, very unsettling and it scared him. Mm. So it took a while for it to dissipate out of his oh. expressions and stuff. And so he, during that time period, said... It was taking him a while to get out mm-hmm. of that role, even though he didn't try to bury himself in it at all. Yeah. Like, as far as empathize deeply, you know, like, live it or yeah. whatever. He didn't like, do that. He killed it uh, metaphorically and literally in that role. Um, and then he followed that up in 2020 with Tale of the Ninetales, where he played an ex-mountain god, Gummyho, who was searching for the reincarnation of his lover, but also fighting demons. Real fun. Mm -hmm. Good times. Uh, Love that show. 2021 had him playing an internal affairs investigator who's plagued by a mysterious motorcycle riding man in Bad and Crazy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I don't want to say who the motorcycle riding man is. I don't want to ruin it. Leave it there. Exactly. Listen, if you want to know who this motorcycle like, you have to get get a few episodes deep before you get to know. That's the way that works. I can tell you who the actor is who plays the motorcycle. Yeah. And it's We Had June. Uh But I'm not going to tell you who he is, the the character (laughs) is, because that defeats the purpose of watching the show. That's the whole mystery of the show, right? Uh, And then 2023 had him back with season two of Tale of the Nine Tales, 1938. Uh, where mm-hmm. his character gets sent back to 1938 and has to find his way back to the present. And it is a fun show. It is it, so it much is, fun. It's so, so fun. funny how it's called a prequel because, like, it's not. It's not but it yeah. is, but it's, it's not. not. It is, but it's not. Like, because it, it's. But it's also, like, at the very end. much like its own yeah. drama, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's not it related long. to what happens in oh, really? the original at all. I, but, like, it's so charming. It's like, it's, like, the first one, I really liked season one. Like, I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. But season two is so charming and witty and, like, just, it's like he's so delightful There's a lot more action. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, the, just the, like, it's not like the, like, comedy, like, the normal comedy you'll see in rom-coms. No. It, like, goes into a different love, like, it's just all yeah. around fun. It's mm-hmm. very, it's a very fun I drama. keep meaning to watch it and then when we were prepping for this, I was looking for it and everything says it's on Prime and I'm looking and I'm looking it and is. I'm like, it's not here. It's not here. Well, oh. because it is, but it's, it's just two. under Tale of the Nine Tales. Mm-hmm. 
season two. Oh, you have, yeah. to, you have like, to click the season uh, button. You and gotta click, click the season and yeah. then yeah. find it. You know. Yeah, but the <laughs> costumes are really great. The, the like the action choreo, like fight choreo, is really great. And and it has like a sense of Him fun and Kim to Bum it. Are great you know, like together again. Yeah, it's just like it's fun. Like when you're watching it, you're having fun, and everyone seems like they, anyway. I'm not gonna go. We're not gonna go on about tail the night. One thing I wanted to say about season one though was like, it. I was watching the final episode of season one the other night in bed next to my sleeping husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. And I was ready for it to be sad. Like, I was ready for all this stuff. I was prepared. I sobbed so much. Whatever. <laughs> I cried endlessly at that episode. And it's it's not like I didn't see what... I saw all these things coming and nothing was a shock. But I was just... Ball- mm. They just did it really well. Like, they, the way it was all portrayed, they just did such a... Like, they yeah. were crying so much that I was just like, I'm gone. Like, I was just... Yeah. and. And then I'd like collect myself, and then another person would break down crying, and they'd be like, "Yep, yeah. I'm crying with you." So I was just, uh-huh. and I don't I cry that much that. usually. I was like, "Okay, guess I needed a good cry." My yeah. goodness, okay. I was not ready for that. Just so, a side note: you should watch the show. It's really good for anyone who hasn't seen mm-hmm. it yet. Like both <laughs> seasons, both seasons are excellent. Um, this year he's got two shows on the docket. Uh, one just started airing on Disney Plus, uh, the assassin thriller "A Shop for Killers," and where... we really didn't like plan this out. No, we this... just like were like, "Oh, we're gonna do an episode on Eat like, on Wood this we month," picked, and we... then they like, yeah, then they dropped like, this hey, announcement. Like, but um, the show is coming out. He plays uh, a supplier of assassin supplies for the underworld. Um, whose niece is stuck dealing with a variety of assassins who assassins who hate him after he dies. Uh, that's not a spoiler. That's literally the first scene of the yeah. show. Like I'm not. I watched the I first two episodes. Like can read a single synopsis that. Doesn't yeah, it star- it starts out that. with her identifying his body. Like it's not like a ooh Natalia just spoiled a big thing. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, and then he is also uh, in a drama that's announced. It's called The Good Man. It's supposed to be coming out this year, where he'll be playing the eldest son of a gangster family opposite Lee Sung Kyung. So that looks I am so fun. Um, so listen, there's a there's a lead on look show for everyone out there um, for sure. Unless you don't like professional, like as far as yeah. all of his jobs are like, I'm a professional. Yeah, if you don't like a <laughs> good looking man in suits, like if yeah. you don't like a good looking man in a suit, tell a nine tail. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That seems like a you problem. <laughs> but like, you do you, you know? Like. So, Amanda, I hear you're going to tell us about his movie roles. They, there are far fewer of them mm-hmm. than there are dramas. He's hanging mm-hmm. out in drama land most of the time. But his uh, first movie role that I found was uh, Mutt Boy. It's mm-hmm. a, a, a side role. The premise of this show, this movie, sounds terrible. And I'm like, wow, that's... It's, it's sad. I mean, it starts with, like, kids eat a dog. And, like, I don't know. That's not Whoa. cool. Yeah, like, not good. But um, Lee Dong looks like just in a bit role in it. It's not a big... And I don't know if you could even find it. It's from 2003. But good luck if that's your thing. 
Have fun. <laughs> Go look for it. Um, Arang is his first main role. He uh, It's from 2006. It's a detective role. He's sort of like a rookie detective with this veteran detective and serial killers and dreams of serial killers. And it's a whole, you know, mystery, supernatural horror thriller. It's tagged with everything. So, um, He's not got a my mullet thing, in it, so but, that's very yeah. exciting. <laughs> oh, he does have a mullet. He's still in it. doing that Detective early 2000s mullet. hair. Yeah, mullet, <laughs> leather jacket. You know, the whole shebang. Um, in the Perfect Couple from 2007 is a rom com, but he has been promoted now. He is like a lead detective now. He's not the rookie detective oh. anymore. Now he's a lead detective. Um, it's about He's a, a lead, like a detective, and the girl in it is a journalist who gets, like, switched to the crime beat after a mishap where she skewers him with a skewer. Like, she stabs him in the gut with this, like, a, you know, food stall skewer. Um, so that's an interesting way to start your relationship, but... So I tried to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> tried being the keyword. Um, I really love Sky's attempts. She really worked hard at this. When it comes to movies, it is hard for me to drop a movie, but I did. This made me drop a movie, but um, I won't get into all that. But such, one thing I wanted to say about the skewer incident at the very beginning, they make a point. He is terrified of anything sharp. Like he has a phobia of anything sharp, and then he gets skewered with a fish cake skewer, and he. He passes out. Like, there there was no hope wow. for the poor guy. It was really funny. But it's a very off-putting movie. If you want to watch it, it is available on Vicky. Have fun. He also um, upgraded from a mullet to a wolf cut, I see, in the yeah. promo image. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I thought the best part of it was there was a moment that they were in a club. And so, you had really pretty hair, Lee Dong-wook, in, like, bisexual lighting. Ooh. And so, like, I was happy. Like, that's, that was the best part of the movie, but I really... Okay, well, it exists. I, was, I had it on my docket to watch, and then I left a lot of my, like, watching for this week, and then my kid was sick, and he was home mm. all week. So it's like, that throws it a would have been a, some stuff. Yeah. So I did not get around to it, and now I'm just not going to bother getting around to it. So yeah, I mean, again... <laughs> If someone checks it out and that is their type of humor, cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But We're not judging you. There, it, it was very... What was the year that was? Uh, that was 2007. It was very, very... Two, squarely 2007 with the acceptability mm-hmm. of the types of misogynistic jokes that were throughout yeah. the entire... Which we don't hold against him. He was getting bills paid. Right. You know? Like, yeah. hey, hey. Right. Good for him. Exactly. Going and being a detective, getting skewered with fish cake. Cool. What? <laughs> so, um, in 2008, he did Heartbreak Library, which I also want to watch. And I think I still will watch this one. It's available out there in places. Um, it's, it's a story of a guy who his girlfriend left him. And he goes to the library and this librarian sees that he keeps ripping pages out of books and she's like, dude, you can't just 
different pages out of books. He is ripping page 198 out of all of these books because his girlfriend left him and she left a note saying that she explained it on page 198 and she went to the library all the time. So he's trying to, and so then the librarian helps him that's what librarians do they help people find the information they're looking for you so become she, the wingman yeah, she like helps him go through all the pages 198 and see if they can piece together the clue and figure out what happened so it's so i watched that today mm-hmm. I, was, I watched it today finally uh and I, i'm not you you summed up well so like i'm not Everything else is spoiler. So. So. It, it is potato quality wherever you find it. So Yeah. Deep fried. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 2010, he was in The Recipe. Uh, I remember that I watched this. I don't remember much about it. Other than I remember that my sister and I felt that the poster and the description was very misleading of what you actually got in the movie. Mm-hmm. So... Um, he plays a reporter who is looking into a whole situation. There's a guy on death row and all he wants to eat is this one meal that he had one time that was so good. And so he goes out on this Lee Dong Wook's character goes trying to find the recipes. It's, the, it's Ryu Sung Ryong's character who's doing that. Lee Dong Wook's oh, okay. in the woman's past. Yeah. He's in. Reverse yeah, okay. that. Fair yeah. enough. I, like I said. Do not remember much about it other than that we're watching it and we're like, this is not what we thought we were going to get. So (laughs) the poster kind of has a vibe of like almost like magic to it. And the descriptions that you read about it say like this woman has this special recipe that people cry every time they eat it. And and so you kind of think you're going to get like one of those sort of like mystical restaurant kind of. It's not that. So it's not bad. It's just, I just remember it not mm. being what I thought I was going to get. Um, so uh, then 2015, you've got the beauty inside. Um, he's sort of the main role for a little bit. <laughs> Who is it though? Who is it the main role in this movie? Beauty inside is one of those. Oh, Maria be the main role. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, this movie has Kinda quite like the cast. And, and uh, yeah, like, I mean, if most people probably watching this have some concept of the beauty inside, what it, you know, what it's about, but the concept is this person who wakes up every day in a completely different body, completely different face, boy, girl, whatever. And in this movie, one day they wake up looking like Lee Dong Wook. So good for them. Can um, you imagine waking up looking oh. like Lee Dong Wook? Like- <laughs> Wow. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a life. What a life. That'd be a great day. <laughs> I mean, really, you go through that cast list and, like, they woke up as a lot of very pretty people. They woke up as a lot of looking people, not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> good for them. Um, <laughs> I, I wake up in the body of a pretty person every day. Like, okay. <laughs>
21. So, like, there's, like, a six-year gap. Like, yeah, in between movies, he does, like, there's five years, then six years. Like, it, He's making it's a billion not... TV shows. Like, exactly. Well, he do so much mm-hmm. every year. So, uh, 2021, he was in A Year End Medley, which we watched once. as a We did. A group watch. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a hotel manager. It's a very kind of Love Actually sort of anthology situation mm-hmm. going on with lots of main characters and people all coming to He's the kind hotel, of delightful you know? in it. I'm not gonna lie. At the year He's... end. So he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice watch. That's a nice one. He was in a suit again, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in a very yeah. he's looking very good in a suit. Yeah. There's scenes of him in the suit in the snow, like oh. yeah. <laughs> say less. It's good. It's yeah. Um and then last year, he was in a movie called Single in Soul. Uh, it's a romance about, he plays a lecturer who likes his single bachelorhood life. And there's a girl who does not like her single life. And they kind of come together. Uh, yeah. I tried I, to watch this. It's nowhere. It's not nowhere. anywhere. Nowhere We're being yet. date kept. We're being yeah. gatekept. Yeah, in this I'm movie. sure it'll show up somewhere. Somewhere, you yeah. know. It just um, feels like, at least for like a VOD rental situation. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. You would think, like yeah. Vicky. Hello, like. I, I mean, they know. did a lot of press for it. I kept mm, on seeing yeah. like a lot of like interviews for the movie itself. So it's not like it, you know, didn't have a premiere or didn't have like any sort of like press trail to it. So I don't know. And. If you happen to be watching or listening to this and you've pulled up your My Drama List and you're like, but Amanda, there's also this one that's called Harbin listed. Okay. So Harbin has no release date. It has a ton of names attached to it. Lee Dong Wook's name is in there, but they don't know what he's going to do. He's just sort of attached to it. They don't know when it'll come out, but it's maybe going to come out sometime. It's, sounds interesting it's about like early 1900s uh korean freedom fighters who are trying to you know fight for korean independence and they're based out of harbin china so i i don't know what to tell you if this is real if it's not real if it's sitting on a shelf somewhere i don't know i couldn't find anything more useful about this so yes it's on my drama list that doesn't necessarily mean anything. So, good luck. True. If that's yeah. if that's if you've been sitting waiting for it, you'll be waiting quite a while. Probably. That that would uh-huh. be my guess. There are some things that sit on my drama list with question mark dates for decades. Like it just is what it is. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Jesse you have variety yes, for us, right? I do. And um, you don't look it's different than like a lot of our other deep dives. And he has a lot of variety and hosting work behind mm-hmm. him. Like a, mm-hmm. a lot more than most. Um, Like just like even like most in general, I think that like he's kind of pretty solidly a variety guy. Um, So I couldn't solidify anything before 2012 as a variety show because it was all just like 
titles of things and they weren't coming up as K-dramas or movies, but they also weren't coming up as variety. And they're also very much like could be anything titles. Like there was a culture is good, which sounds like it's probably a variety thing, like, like a travel variety thing, but I can't guarantee anything. Um, mm-hmm. So his like first thing that you can officially say that he did in the variety hosting world is he was um, the host for strong heart during 2012, 2013. We talked about this a little on our deep dive of Isangi because he was with Isangi on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like strong heart would be for me personally, where I fit first officially knew about him, but didn't really like know about him. He, cause I watched strong heart way before I ever even like touched a drama. Uh, because if you don't know Strongheart, it is a like a re- like reality variety show where they have a bunch of K-pop idols come on, and they do some games, but it's like mostly they talk about things, and there's a lot of like more interplay within the between groups than you see nowadays. That was kind of the big thing. Like if you've ever seen um, like clips where like there's idols kind of like in stadium seating where they're like sitting like behind each other as the steps progress. Mm -hmm. That's strong heart. Um, so that's his like first official like hosting gig was, uh, for strong heart. Um, and then he did a lot of stuff, uh, during his like press tour of the fugitive Josen. Um, so he was an infinite challenge he did an episode of Happy Together where he was with uh, Song Ji-ho and M. Salong on that. And it's a very good one uh, because he does this like section where they like, t- like tell him to do stuff. But like you, he has to do it like if it was just him or if he do it as a drama. So it's like one of the like things where they like answer a call and he like answer a call as him. And it's like, hello? Okay, bye. And then it was like answering a drama like, hello? Oh my gosh, the CEO has embezzled all that money and it's taken it and it's on the run. And now we're like, my mother is dying. <laughs> it's really good. Um, he also, like, um, him and Jiho actually are like very close and you can like tell it in this uh, episode. So there's like, there's a lot of like fun um, within um, the Happy Together episode. Um, he also did um, Live Taxi in 2013. Um, and it was a special one because it was when um, Mama was in Hong Kong. So he was there to do some stuff uh, with Mama, the award ceremony. Um, Live Taxi is a, a variety show where the host takes the person in a taxi and does like most of the interview while they're driving to places. Um, sometimes they actually go out and do stuff like out on the street or sometimes it's like entirely interview while they're just like driving around and it's normally in korea but this was like a special one um for mama um then um he was in the uh, variety show called roommate Mm -hmm. which had two seasons if you like this is like a really good like show to watch and i'm pretty sure it's still on like cocoa and vicky like i'm sure you can find it um but uh like essentially it's they just got a bunch of like actors and idols to live in a house together and it's pretty hilarious like there are a lot of like hilarious moments between like Yi Dong-wook and Jackson like they just have a lot of fun together and it's like 
it's one of those things like Jackson is very much his age at that time and Edong Wook is very much his age at that time and they're like forced <laughs> to be together so, no more. So, it's really great um also like one of the like one of the things that like I wish you could find it's pretty much been scrubbed from the internet but season one also had Pop Bomb from 21 in it um but Sadly, this was also around the time of her, like, scandal with her prescription meds. And so, like, all of her stuff was edited out of the season. But her and Lee Dong-wook had the best chemistry. Mm-hmm. And they were so fun together. And they were so quippy together. So, like, everything that you see Lee Dong-wook now do, like, on the V-Lives and, like, Instagram Lives, he was with in the roommate with pop bomb but like now it's like all gone because of that and i really wish you could find it but if you can like somehow find a random clip that's someone like the it's best delightful. it's delightful like it really is i mean like all like just in general roommate is a lot of fun like it's just them doing stuff together it's like them eating and going out to dinner and like just waking each other up and just like being lazy it's like very like low stakes into the world of variety shows um he's also been on like a couple of other things like multiple times like amazing saturday uh lots of running man episodes again because of jihyo she's one of the cast members of running man um pretty much every time like there's a phone a friend situation that has to happen she calls him (laughs) so like he'll be in an episode just like through like the phone it's it's a lot of fun there's a really great episode um where he comes on um as a guest and it's like kind of like a surprise guest so like they're on like in macau and they get like paired off with people but like so like each of the members of running man um go to up the place to meet up with the person and they don't know who that person is and so jiho goes and it's idong wook and so they spend the entire time together and they're like besties they have so much fun together but this is also the episode where she bungee jumps off the tap the tower and like his face when she does that it's like (laughs) if you want to see someone actually like fall in love with someone but also be like most amazed by someone like think they're the best human Mm. being alive it's that that moment he he's just like i can't believe you did (laughs) um and in what is probably one of his best variety show um, gigs is um, his episodes on the return of Superman, where so good. He, he, um, he is tasked to hang out with little children and play with them and become their dad for the day. And it's just, he's so awkward, but so great with kids at the same time. And it's, so good and he's on multiple times he comes mm-hmm. back and then the kids are always like like it's it's a lot of fun um i just saw as a side note i just saw a like a picture with those twin the twin girls recently and they're like 19 years old and it was like oh jesus um uh, I really liked when 
like one of the times that he like came back to visit them or whatever and they met up at a cafe how they mm-hmm. dressed up as like goblin characters so cute i know it's so <laughs> cute i like that's one of my favorite things when like return to superman when they they have repeat guests mm-hmm. be, and especially with repeat with the same kids because the kids the second time around they like are now like a like they know the person and they've like gotten like closer with them and they're just like so much more adorable because they'll just like they're just like they think it's fun now because they like squarely know the person and think it's like great that they're coming back again um you can find those episodes everywhere do not worry you can also find yeah. just the clips of just edungwook's content because Easily. Mm-hmm. it's one of those shows where they like have a couple of people on the episode and so they switch back and forth between the houses and like the people that are doing so like you'll you can find cuts of just his um portions of the episodes um he was also the host for the music competition show Produce X 101 in 2019. Uh, this was the one that like produced the group X1. Mm. Um, this just to like kind of like so, like so you know which one this is. He did, had no part in it. He's just the host, but this was the one that um, they found uh, the voter manila- manipulation scandal happen mm-hmm. and so that's why like x1 like uh, unfortunately had to disband and stuff because of that um so he was the host for that but uh the group really didn't go anywhere because of all that um and then at the end of 2019 he um announced that he was going to be the host for his own talk show oh and God, it was to yeah. celebrate his 20th anniversary from his debut um and it's a uh, called because i want to talk it is also called like wook talk mm-hmm. in other places but like if you're searching for it on kokowa it is because i want to talk um where like each episode he just like you know interviews several like people like just like one random person and like we talked about this on our gong Yu episode mm-hmm. but his very first episode was um uh, with gong Yu and they're so Delightful. great together. Delightful. They are besties. <laughs> the <best>. They, <laughs> I mean, like, and Gong Yu is like, let me just tell you everything about Edong Wook. Like, let me yeah. spill let the me beans. Spill. I'm let spilling me, like, all the beans. Yeah. Show, let me show you the text messages he gives me. And <laughs> they're super cute with a lot of, like, emojis. <laughs> And then, and, just, and then it was always, how do you respond, Gong Yu? I usually ask him if he's drunk. <laughs> That's how I respond. I love them um, together. I know. And then they have like a little date by the ocean. It's like really great. Like, and then he brings his it. birthday cake. And then oh, the birthday cake. Lee Dog Wook like yeah. accidentally goes and sees it and then he tries to pretend like he didn't. He's like, <laughs> he's like oh, sorry. Like. <laughs> Um, it's it really really is great um and he's also in a suit for most of that so like there you go and come back around where's a suit well my friends (laughs) um recently he was in a variety show uh called sea of hope and um i would consider this one of those like chill what like we we had an episode where we we like solidified what the genre is it's like calming yeah it's like kind of variety cozy. Shows, yeah, like cozy, cozy. Yeah, yeah yeah um but essentially it's like a group of 
actors and idols are in charge of this like you know cafe restaurant um Mm. by the beach and they all have like a specific role within the the restaurant Mm. and they just like serve food and just like chill up by the beach and they hang out with each other and it's very like laid back and casual um his official title is head bartender um Kim Go Un is in it, so he has a lot of like sweet moments with her because he's very like he like he'll do some like little things with her, like she'll like want to go do something, and he's like I she wants to go do something, and nobody else wanted to go with her, and I just don't want her to go alone, so we'll go like drive with her or something. Um, he does sing in it, um, because uh, Suyun from uh, Acme is also in it, and so there's like singing moments. Mm-hmm him and Onu are like a lot of fun together like there's a bunch of people in this and it's just like very sweet and calming and nice and just like very chill it's just like nice people hanging out together by the beach like it really is like it encompasses that like kind of feeling of just like a beach like hangout or like you know like being in a vacation home near the beach and there's also a lot of clips like just right on youtube easy to grab yeah. oh yeah yeah like, absolutely if you, don't, if you don't want to sit yeah. and watch a whole episode or whatever yeah. there's there's clips out there and the, these sorts of shows yeah. are so nice to watch if you're feeling like anxious or something like mm-hmm. really chill you right out just yeah there's like there's no like literally the like most it is is like you might like feel a little like shy about singing with like people who can actually sing mm-hmm. but it's like <laughs> That's it. You know, that's like your or, only like or thing for a that's moment happen. like he was trying to blend the Macigoli. Like he, he tried oh, yeah, to blend yeah. it and it exploded, it exploded everywhere. He's like, oh no. It's yeah, like, yeah, those are the stakes you have in this drama. Yeah, or low, the, stakes. Like, yeah. low stakes. Low <laughs> stakes. Or like or he stakes. dropped skewers for yeah. drinks. And when he's, he's like, like walking oh, no. down the stairs and it's like, oh, <laughs> oh man. man. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even I thought it was gonna you're watching it and you're thinking this is going to be the moment, like he's going to drop the whole tray of drinks or something. No, it's just the skewers it's fell off that. the tray. Like, <laughs> and then, and then he gets onto himself. I knew that that was going to fall. Of course, it fell. Oh well. And he just picks it up. <laughs> it is really great. I like I and it's like I think it's one of the that like you can get a lot out of even if you're just like jumping around watching clips too. Oh, like yeah. you just yeah yeah it's fine. You don't really have to sit there and do it like you know episode to episode they're all just so cute even just like oh he has to go wake up the girls and like Mm -hmm. he's trying to just be like hey are you guys awake (laughs) oh is this microphone on hey women's cabin are you awake (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing (laughs) it's also because he just wants everybody to be awake and like hang out with him he's like are you awake are you awake i just can we all just sit together outside please thank you Um, and then recently he's done some stuff for um, Tale of Nine, Tale 1938, but I wanted to point out uh, one of my favorite variety shows or like one of my like new favorite ones because I hadn't watched it until like recently and it's K-Star Next Door. Mm-hmm. If you've never watched it, it's so good with Jonathan. He's so funny. So <laughs> funny. And he's like questions are so hilarious and he was a like he's so it good. was Lee Dong Wook's match in this so like the episode is with Lee Dong Wook and Kim Bum 
Um, and so they're like, you know, talking about all this stuff and like, <laughs> Jonathan's just like, right out. He's like, people like your show because you guys flirt with each other all the time, right? <laughs> I mean, like, because Jonathan's like, well, I'm going to flirt with you. And just like spends the entire time doing it. Um, but he always like finds like random things like about people and it's just like he makes them talk about it and you know looks like wow, wow, this is how this is gonna go. Wow. <laughs> and it's so good. They do talk a little bit, like one of the little like things that they do talk about is Miss Kim Bum is also in Starship, mm-hmm. you know, the the acting section. Mm-hmm. He's actually the first actor oh. in the company. And he was there for a while alone. And he's like, he was like, I, I was there for lo- like alone for so long. And I don't like to talk and I'm quiet. And, and so like, I would always just like, not talk to people once we started getting new actors. And then like, you don't showed up and like, joined the company. And like, you don't was like, hey, you have to act, you have to, you have to talk. We have to talk. And he just like would yell at him all the time. He's like, I just want to eat. What are you doing? I can see him going, Yeah, talk. (laughs) But it's a lot of fun. It like it's all on YouTube. Like all of K Star Next Door is. And it's usually like the episodes are usually uh subbed like almost like as soon as the episode airs but it's a lot of fun um he's been a lot of other stuff but that's like a lot of like what he did and some of his bigger ones and like a lot of these he was in multiple multiple episodes Mm -hmm. i mean like infinite challenge alone i think he was in three or four running man like i think four episodes you know return of superman is several episodes as well um so he's done a lot of variety work and they are all very fun and kind of show him in different lights. And there's also like really good like interview questions that come up, especially with like live taxi and stuff like that, where you kind of get more of his like personality and some mm-hmm. of his like um, journey into acting and that sort of thing. I really enjoyed um, his stint, like the visit or guest role or whatever on uh, Me Noise uh yori zora sorry oh yeah yeah that was so fun fun. and like her show is just kind of fun and vibe wise like they have a very similar she's got this very dry angry vibe (laughs) too so like she's also very like why are you mad at me and she's like i'm not mad at you i'm just mad like it's or she'd be like it's because you're pretty Okay, it's yeah. pretty. And, like, and, and he's trying to also it. like match her energy, but he's also struggling not to just burst out laughing at how absurd yeah. the whole thing is. It is quite fun. Yeah, yeah. She is a lot of fun, and she's that way like with like most of her guests too. So she, it's a fun yeah. little show. And and the age, like the age gap there, the like, age, she's yeah, quite a bit younger, and so. That's one that I think a lot of people, even if you haven't seen it, you might have seen the clip where she's like, you're 42? Like, you're that old or whatever? And he's like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but she's it's, just it's so like, outright with it. Like, how? I can't yeah. believe you're that old. The, the 
age gap is so big that like it's definitely you can tell like the way that she like responds to things and she talks to things is completely different than you yeah. would ever like it's not even personality it's literally just like mm-hmm. generational gap <laughs> in between and she's just, like sitting there cooking things for him and he like say something and she's like well that's how we're eating it here <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> till <laughs> it's it's really funny like it's he's a delight on everything he but really on varieties, he's a lot of fun yeah he's a lot of fun using that degree at that one yeah. university that we figured out <laughs> at maybe this university that he well, attended a- <laughs> it was just so funny because a lot of websites, it's obvious they're copying each other with this information. Yeah, yeah. And so what would be funny is there was literally one website that at the top, it said one university. And then you got to the bottom kind of like in a summary. And then it said the other university. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, even on the same website, you're not, you're not lining up. But like, yeah. whatever. All we know is he got a degree. That's all that matters. Like, yeah. he put in some work. And he learned things. There you go. I think that you you two ladies, like you mentioned where you first saw him. But I yes. don't think Amanda and I... Amanda, oh, yeah. like, where did, where you, first did see you first see Lee Dong-wook? I think for me, I think it was Goblin. But mm-hmm. I also watched um, Wild Romance like early mm-hmm. in that sort of first year of drama watching. So it might have been pre-Goblin, but I'm pretty sure it came post-Goblin. But um, either way, I enjoyed both of them. I feel like I knew who Lee Dung-wook was when I watched mm-hmm. Wild Romance. So sure. I feel like it was Goblin, which is probably where a lot of people, like a lot of the newer, you know, Goblin's sort mm-hmm. of that that generation. You've got Boys Over Flowers watchers, and then you've got, like, Goblin watchers. And so I think probably Absolutely. a lot of people yeah. are in the same boat with me there, where that's the first mm-hmm. or one of your first yeah. but but wild romance i had fun with too it's weird but it, it's fun so <laughs> uh so mine was goblin mine was definitely mm. like i i did yeah. not know any of those people before i was watching goblin mm. which was a, a real joy when you think about mm. it like that's really yeah fun. yeah <laughs> I, mean, I did do, our, like, the major thing, like, after Goblin, I was like, yeah, now I'm going to, like, watch every clip I possibly can of this yeah. man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, all yeah. the behind the scenes of Gong Yu yeah. and him together on yeah. set. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they did specials, like, that was fun, too. Mm-hmm. Do we have a favorite <laughs> drama or movie? <sighs> Mm-hmm. Strangers from Hell. Like, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say that can't even be for you guys. Like, that's <laughs> unbelievable. It's so Strangers good. Is, he's oh. so incredible in it. Like, it's, he's so unsettling. It's so unsettling, <laughs> and the whole show is suffocating. And he like, yeah, helps like make that like tone, and you don't know what he's gonna do, but mm-hmm. also you're like you're freaking creepy and just yeah. you just uh, like the like entire he, he time also, like, he also plays a dentist so yeah. there'll be scenes of him like doing dental stuff in people's mouths and you're just like what's he gonna do like what's he gonna do <laughs> um the show is so good like but if if you're squeamish about mouth stuff 
Yeah, that's not it. Or a lot it, of different things. It, 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 or a lot yeah, of things. Basically. <laughs> it's like, just, yeah. Specifically, <laughs> mouthing not for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, it's probably Goblin. Because mm-hmm. I even started rewatching yeah. a few episodes before this recording and stuff. Yeah. And I, I was having a good old time. Like His role for- is so good. Yeah, he's really and I forgot good. how, yeah. like, it's right out of the gate. Like, it's it's not like you yeah. have to wait for the Grim Reaper character to yeah. show up. Like, he's, no, he's there the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like Might Be Goblin, I I really do really like Wild Romance. It It's odd. He's... He, it's an odd... It's an odd drama. And it's hard mm. to recommend because... Because of her role as the bodyguard and the way that they meet is like Mm. her beating him up. And so then there's early on, there's a fight scene where they like knock down drag out between the two of them. So for some people that can be kind of triggering because Mm. like he full on punches her like, but it's not Mm. like a domestic abuse situation. It's like a... A national athlete versus a guy with anger issues. Yeah, like it's... (laughs) You know, she has said some pretty, very rude, terrible things to him, and he has anger issues, and and he already knows she can kick his ass. So, like, it's they mm. go at it. It's it's pretty uncomfortable, but then that goes away. Like, it's sort of like they get it out of their system, and then they just have this relationship that builds, and it's it's got a like kind of a serial killer kidnappy thing happening well it's, 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 it's a k-drama you know? rom-com of like, course it does. Right. so but it, it's weird and it's got like it's just and i think it has a special place in my heart because i sort of buddy watched it with a friend so it's you know but i also did start watching scent of a woman and mm. watched eight episodes in one day so it goes down smooth. Scent of a woman goes it, down. Oh, scent of a woman is right? like a so, fine aged wine. I, let me tell you, that yeah. shit is so smooth. First, first episode or so, I was sort of like, really? This like Natalia likes this this much, but I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna wait until they get together. Like until they're together, I sort of skimmed through, and then you kind of get to the like the end of episode two, and then suddenly you've watched eight episodes and you're like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I was talking about, she's not crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm no. Not crazy, it's that good. I mean, you said about Tango, like there's, there's a scene where he like stalks into the room, ripping his mm-hmm. jacket off to mm-hmm. go for a Tango and you're like, well, sir. okay. Sir. <laughs> Fine. Please calm yourself. <laughs> there, are, there are people with heart conditions around. <laughs> no, he's he's such a solid actor. Always a good yeah. choice. Uh, you can't yeah, really go I, wrong. I love just his personality. That's like his mm. humor and his like wit and his dryness is just like perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. He's a delight. He really a thumbs is. up from the old Nunas. Yeah, highly <laughs> yeah. recommended from the Nunas to check him out yeah. in pretty much yes. every capacity. Mm-hmm. And, and even even his voice, like uh-huh. his deep voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> and he's also just very playful. He's a very playful person. Like no. that's so mm. he is kind of he's one of those 
actors that like if you are having kind of a crummy day going and watching just a couple clips it's like well yeah. that, oh my that god i didn't even talk worse. about his like, thing with Hyungwon too oh yeah. i forgot that mm. he's so I, I good love, love that thing yeah like chef's kiss a plus can't recommend enough yeah i that was one of the things one of the interviews um where they were doing the emoji thing and they had the uh he, it was like a perfume bottle and a woman. He's like, oh, scent of a woman. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know. And I really liked the little bit he had to say in that interview where he, he was talking about it. And he said how his life view, like, changed after yeah. doing that drama. Where, you know, a big part of the premise is this woman who has mm-hmm. been given a terminal, you know, cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And he said after doing that he started looking at things in his life and saying i'm not going to do the things i don't want to do i i you only get your one life to live so i'm only going to live the life i want to live and i'm like good for him yeah like Uh that's and i feel like you can see that in he's taking roles that he feels like taking he's challenging himself with stuff like strangers from hell he's doing things that Mm. he just enjoys doing he's doing all this variety he's just being himself on the v lives and stuff and not worrying about what it's going to do for his career he's just i love that for him he's just living his life and being happy about it and i like that and Hmm. good job sir good job sir well, this has been another episode of the Certified Nunas. We hope that you enjoyed listening to us talk about our the main, as you see in our heart, um, <laughs> Lee Dong Look, our favorite old man. Uh, and that you want to check out maybe our old episodes, which can all be found on wherever podcasts can be found. They're all on our YouTube channel. So if you go to YouTube and search Certified Nunas, you'll find us. And of course, you can go to our website, certifiednunas.com, where we have links and time codes to everything that we be chatting about. Um, if you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash certifiednunas and join the Certified Found Family. They're a found family on the web, and we love them. They keep the lights on. They support this podcast. They get extra special fun little episodes. We also do a monthly movie night and stuff. Good crack. It's We have a mm-hmm. lot of fun with them. Anyway, thank, so thank you again for watching. Uh, and as always... COVID be tripping about. You do not want long COVID, my friends. Trust Mm -hmm. me. So, always wear a mask, wash your hands, and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye! Bye!